So imagine that you fast forward to 99 years old. Nothing has changed since now. You've been doing the same thing, the same work, the same job. And someone walk into the room on your deathbed and ask you, what is the one thing you wish you had done these entire years? What would be your answer? Welcome to Shortcut to Mastery. It's your host, Richardson Dakam. In this podcast, I share all my tips, tools, strategies, and advice on how you can learn things fast with all the shortcuts that I have. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shortcut to Mastery. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. You probably thought that this episode is going to be about regrets, but it's not. I'm actually going to be talking about resilience. And the reason why I started this episode by introducing a story of regret is because I believe that a fear of regret is a way to fuel your resilience. I have a story I'd like to share with you. I used to be a huge fan of Japanese anime. And I used to watch an anime by the name of Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid. In that anime, there's a character by the name of Goku. Goku was always fighting opponents that were stronger than him. And I feel that it's a recurring theme in Japanese anime that the main character will fight someone stronger than him or her and often lose, fall back down, but always stand up, keep fighting, and in the end, they end up winning. You see, for me, that was the definition of resilience. Until I realized that resilience is not just a muscle. Resilience is first and foremost a choice. You have to make a choice to take action. But with a choice alone, resilience is nothing. Because there's good resilience and there's bad resilience. Bad resilience will be to keep standing back up and doing the same thing over and over again. That will be no different than insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And then there's positive resilience where every time that you fall back down, you think about your next move, you make a plan, stand back up and win. This is the resilience that we're going to be talking about today. How to build your muscle of positive resilience. Unless you're on a death sentence, we can't really estimate the time that we have left. And we're so bad at taking advantage of the time that we do have. And yet we always make plans for the future. Next year, I'll start my blog. Next year, I'll start my YouTube channel. Next year, I'll start my business. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Life goes in front of our eyes so fast. Actually, in Cameroon, they have a famous saying that says, life passes you like cars. A good way to illustrate that is, imagine you're standing right on the side of a highway and you see a bunch of cars passing right in front of your eyes really fast, 100 kilometers per hour. And the car that looked the furthest away from you suddenly become the closest. And then again, they become the furthest away from you again. 
This is life. That for me represents all the missed opportunities that goes in front of your eyes every single day. And for me, that's my fear of regret. I'm seeing all those opportunities going right in front of my eyes like buses. Yes, there's always one coming. You know, I think Richard Branson like to say that. Opportunities are like buses. There's always one coming. I think it's good to keep a positive optimism. To keep an optic of the good thing that could happen in the future. But having that fear of not being able to achieve what you wanted to do because you don't have enough time is good. But I have to be careful when I say it's good. Because a lot of people out there are going to think that I'm talking about being impatient, wanting things right away. Patience is a good virtue. What I'm talking about is the contemplation of action not taken. Because the contemplation of action not taken is all the motivation that you need. That's also what I call the fear of regret. The fear of not doing what you wanted to do. I think Steve Jobs has one of the most inspiring speech that I've heard at a college graduation. And I'm not going to talk about the full speech. If you want to watch it, you can go on YouTube and search Steve Jobs college graduation speech or something along those lines. The only thing that I want to mention is the part where he mentioned that you can only connect the dot looking backward. So after you've done a bunch of things, taken a different courses and succeed, you can finally say, oh, now I know why I succeeded. It's because I've done that back then. It's because I've done this and so on. I feel that my fear of regret is also linked to my fear of impatience because you never know where the finish line ends. And because I don't know, so let's assume that I'm working on my startup and then I might have a win tomorrow, but I don't know. Maybe my win might come next week, but I don't know. So I keep working on it, hoping that my next win is near. But you never know when it will come. And sometimes you give up too early. When all you needed to do was working maybe one more week, maybe two more months, who knows. But a lot of time I feel like we give up too early and we never get a chance to actually get to that finish line that we hope for. And I think that if we don't know how to reach that finish line, this is when you should ask around and ask for help, you know? Like, so other people sometimes can see your path better than you can because they're looking at you from a different perspective. And sometimes when you're doing the same thing over and over again, you're not actually looking outside of the box, you're just looking into the box. But yes, yeah, so my fear of impatience is another reason that I use to stay resilient. When I'm working on something hard and keep failing, or if it's not working the way I planned, the way I wanted, then I tell myself, it's fine, this is just one obstacle. The win is near. The win is near, keep going. I don't want to regret giving up now when I could have won tomorrow. I don't want to regret giving up now 
when the wind is near. I'd like to share the story of two very impressive men that share that the path to success is the path of trial and error. When Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, it shared that he made a thousand unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb. And when the reporter asked him, how did it feel to fail a thousand times? He simply replied, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention with a thousand steps. He also said that he didn't fail a thousand times. He found a thousand ways how a light bulb should not be built. Michael Jordan also used to be a great student of practicing trial and error and failures. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and miss. I've failed over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeeded. The success story of Thomas Edison and Michael Jordan should remind us that success is often a succession of failures. Too many people expect to win on the first trial just because they had a great idea or they're very hardworking. But if success was easy, we will all win on the first trial. We shouldn't expect to win on the first trial because what it takes is a succession of trial and failures. And each attempt to succeed is a trial and you shouldn't expect to win on the first trial. I was talking to my friend Maddy the other day and that's one of the reasons why I actually thought about making this episode. He was asking me uh, how I'm always so excited from fairs to fairs and how come every time we talked about my projects or ideas, I'm always excited. And I thought about it for a while and I now trace it to my philosophy of life. I think that a great way to build resilience is to practice stoicism. You might be familiar with the term stoic. Someone who is stoic is someone who remains calm under pressure. But stoicism is much more than an attitude. It's a way of life that teaches us virtue, tolerance, and self-control. It's a very practical philosophy based on the belief that we cannot control events outside of our control and that we should focus on our own action and our opinion about those events. One of my favorite philosophers is Epictetus. He was a slave who learned Stoic philosophy from his master, and when he gained his freedom, he started teaching philosophy himself. Just like Socrates, he never wrote a book, so all his teachings were written by his student, Arian of Nicomedia. I used to be obsessed with philosophy when I was a kid, and I still am. And I read a lot of Stoic philosophy from Epictetus to Seneca to Marcus Aurelius and much more. One of the big lessons that I learned from Stoicism is that the more we value things outside of our control, the less control we have. People tend to form a self-defeating attitude about their life circumstances. 
They focus so much on events they have no control over and often it leads to sadness or depression. Epictetus once said, we suffer not from the events in our life, but from our judgment about them. Stoicism teaches us that to manage your emotion and manage your reaction to event, you need to change the way you think about the event that happened. Training yourself to be rational and objective about events in your life, such as failures or misopportunities, is how you'll train your resilience. Start exercising your attitude on minor things that happen every day. For example, when you're stuck in traffic, or maybe stuck in an elevator, not that it happens every day, but... Or when it starts raining. Slowly, you'll realize that often you've been overreacting on events that you had absolutely no control over. Slowly and slowly, by practicing that more and more, you'll build your resilience. I've recommended it before in my previous episode, and I'll recommend it again. You should train your mind through negative visualization and prepare for the worst case scenarios so they do not arrive as a surprise. 98% of small businesses fail, so you should be prepared to run through obstacles and hardship. This should be a given. So when something expected arrives, you won't give up too easily. Visualizing the worst that could happen, such as obstacles you might run into or failures, will help you deal with events once they happen. I always try to navigate complex situations in logical, informed, and calm manner by practicing negative visualization and practical wisdom. Stop worrying about things you can't control and you'll be more resilient. The choices you make in your life are entirely in your control and the ability to be happy is within your power no matter what circumstances you are in. So to build resilience, you have to train your muscle of thinking rationally when you're facing unpleasant events, choosing what judgment or opinion you should have about those events or how you react to it or to them and making a plan to move beyond that will help you train and build a strong resilience. I think I covered everything I wanted to share with you guys today. And if you have any question or you would like to learn more about a different subject, just feel free to message me on Twitter. I'll be happy to uh, make an episode about a new subject and cover it more in depth. And before I end this, I just want to summarize all the topics we talked about today. And today we talked about the fear of regret and how it can fuel resilience. We also discussed how you should always have this optic of thinking that the end is always near. We also talked about positive resilience and how resilience with no plan is bad. We talked about how you can practice failures and negative visualization and how you should always focus on what you can control. I hope you enjoyed this episode and the shortcut I shared today. If you have any feedback or recommendation or would like to share your story, make sure to reach out to us on our Twitter page or our Facebook page. 
Thank you guys for watching, and I see you guys on the next one. By the way, full disclosure, I'm still a huge fan of Japanese animes. And although I don't watch them as much as I used to, I am still a huge fan. So if you have any recommendation or any anime that you'd like to share with me, feel free to share them on Twitter. <laughs>